All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Son of a bitch. If you thought last week's week was cold, this week is colder. If you thought last week's oilers were bad, this week's are worse. <laughs> I said to Bag Milk earlier, is this hell? And he goes, I don't know. I would have thought it would have been warmer, which is an epic joke for February 10th, 2018. We are in the deep freeze. Polar vortex. Wanye, check. Bag Milk, check. Jay Downton at the Squire, check. Chalmers at Smigorowski, check. I'm, I'm here. Jared, check. Boys, this is a... It's a tough one. We need analogies. Uh-huh. We need s- speeches that draw on other speeches that were good. You know, we're we're getting. It's not going well. I think we're out of words. What more? What other words can be said? Well, they'll tell you. There's a lot to be said. This is basically my worst nightmare period, and going on social media just affirms it. Uh-huh. People you've never heard of. <laughs> are writing 5,000 word essays about why the Oilers can go fuck themselves. Yeah. And it's on trending a, in Canada. Mm. Name, <laughs> name one good point any one of those people made. Exactly. Well, I mean, Friedman says that there's. Oh, you're talking about like. Oh, I'm just talking, I'm just talking about everybody, right? Like there's, right there's, 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 uh, there's MSM guys talking about it. There's bloggers talking about it. There's people writing seven tweet strings about how everything's. There's fucked. a few. There's a few theories that I agree with. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to stand for like us attacking players. Yeah. I think that's for me where it begins and ends in terms of what you shouldn't do. Uh, but there's some, there's some, there's some talking points out there that I can, uh, I can jump in on without diving too deep. I think, and I get it. Like I get why all these fans are mad. I'm mad. 
everyone's mad. We're all mad. Bag milk, you're never mad, but you look 1% less happy than the usual, 10 out of 10 happy. You know what it was? Like this week got summed up to, at least in my opinion, when you and I, Wanye, were at the game on Tuesday. There was about nine minutes left in the third period against the game against Chicago. And I don't know that I've ever seen Rogers place that empty. To me, that was just like, that was the week in a nutshell right there. Yeah. Just an empty barn. And everybody who was there at the final buzzer is just kind of... The best The best moments we had from that night was probably with the dude from Chicago. Wasn't he great? Oh, he sitting in front guy. of us. He was good, having a good, good time. Guy. You know when you draft a, like a fan of the other team, but he's like fun or she, and he's like bringing everybody into it. And then you're like, you're back and forth. And then the other team, especially if you're a Noyers fan, pulls away and shit kicks you. Then the drunk Hawks fans like coming back and like hugging you and apologizing for the Oilers and saying like Oilers fans deserve better. Then took a photo with me and Bag Milk, but because he had absolutely no idea who we were, we took a photo with him. So those are the fans I like. When we go on our football trips, I like to be that fan. Or if I'm like in another place repping the Oilers, I like to be that fan who's like wants to get along with the people and have a good time, not beak everybody. Well, he came. He was a nice fight. guy. This yeah. guy and his girlfriend, Taves jersey and a what was she, what was she rocking? It was like a maybe a cane or something like that. I don't remember. They both had real Well, but. They were definitely there from Calgary. Females they bought their Christmas. The it was a Christmas <laughs> present to her, him from her or her from him. Very nice. Anyways, good. People. Oh, I'm glad they could have a good time at our expense <laughs> and keep keep it classy. Is my point. Oh yeah, of course. That's like, my point, right? Yeah. Is that like they're nice? I, I love when like you're, you're in a foreign stadium and, and it's a tight game, or maybe your team's up, and you get the banter going. Like I love the banter, but yeah, I never like don't like to tip it over into like altercation. No, no. Like when yeah. I was getting fries. Pinged off my head down in San Jose in the playoffs. Yeah, but that was, was that's worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. Those it was fine. Those are, yeah, I ate one of them. Every penny. We're to the point now where they're just like randomly media fans. We're just turning on whoever and devouring. Them. Just throwing a fucking dart on the dartboard and just yelling and blaming that person this week or this day. People, I, I think people don't know what else to do. Remember that season of Walking Dead bag milk in the town where they built the really high walls all around the town to keep the zombies out. I do, yeah. I remember how, like, on the inside of the wall, they were walking around like, we don't need crossbows and guns. We figured it out. We have big high walls, and now we plant gardens and have a dance. And someone figured out how to hook up a TV. But then one person on the inside of the wall turned, and it was just chaos, and, like, the little kids were eating each other's brains at the little school and stuff. Yeah. That's where we're at. Exactly that. Are we inside the wall? We're inside the walls, buddy. Nice. Lord of the Flies, man. We're just all just waiting for stabbing each other and everyone's got the conch and they're yelling at and using it and the thing like things are getting lit on fire there's a bus with no one driving it just careening down the street the things that were designed to keep us safe connor leon length terms bringing in milan lucic all this is now what's like starting to hang us and now people are like well it's dry fault he's the lazy one he let evander kane score a goal in an already flushed season it is never the fault of the guy who is third in goal scoring in the league. Nope. What do you want him to be? Second? <laughs> you know? No. Leon Dreisaitl? Nope. Not the problem. Maybe he was lazy on a particular play, but turning on Leon Dreisaitl, looking over on the inside of the walls of our supposedly safe town and eating his brain next, that ain't the play, zombie mob. Yeah, yeah so I was, I was texting Dusty this morning, Dusty Nielsen. Um, we're, yeah. Thank you. 
he was telling me that his show this morning, a big part of it was just people texting in about how Drysidle needs to go. He's part of the problem based on one play. Oh God. It's like, to me, it's bananas. That's bullshit. It is no Leon Drysidle a perfect hockey player at 23 years old? No, he's not. He's third in league scoring at 23, and he's under contract for seven more years. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. When you are going to be on pace for 100 points, you're doing your part, man. Yeah. What about looking at the other people on the team that contribute nothing? And I'm not saying, like Jay said, we're not turning on the players here. But you guys need to pay attention. If you're listening to this right now and you think Connor, Leon, Nuge, uh, Darnell, maybe Oscar Clefbaum, if you think those guys are the problem here, you're fucking not watching the same game as me. Well, if, to, to be fair, if the season was going better, Leon Dreisaitl probably is engaged enough to probably try to prevent that king goal. Like That was a bad play. No, sure. that's, but that's not him in a nutshell. No. He's the guy who's scoring all the fucking points. Yeah, That's why he's here. And he's doing it in spades. And it's just like, I don't know what it is. What do you guys think it is about this city specifically when we're thinking about contract dollars? Is that's all? Everybody, uh, it goes back to Horkov. Do you remember? I mean, he oh, got yeah. the 5.5 over 100 years. Everybody's like mad at Horkov. Well, yeah. Tell me you don't sign that deal if it slid across the table to you. Get out of here. Yeah, you never blame the players. The players are trying to get paid. They're trying to put in a performance to get paid. And yeah, the Horkov thing, it's all timing. He signs that big ticket, then we start sucking. So obviously, you you draw the negativity, and that's the thing. Like we're we're at such a point, we're just grabbing at everything, especially mainstream media, grabbing at everything, and just trying to rip it apart. We're we're not focusing our attention in the right place. We are entitled to be mad, and we're entitled over the last thirteen years to have at least some fucking quality hockey in Edmonton. But to answer, see- but to answer Beg Milk's question about why do we pick on players' salaries and stuff like that, like. I don't think it's the player in general. I think it's just the fact that when we go to a game, we want entertainment. We pay a lot of money to go to the game, to eat the food, to drink the drinks. And then when we leave, we're not satisfied with the result on the ice. Therefore, what do people think? They think, you know, when our roads aren't getting fixed, still taxes are too high. When the Oilers aren't getting better, well, let's look at the guys with high contracts and blame them. That's why these guys take shit, I think. You know, like... I don't because I just don't know what else it could be. I just but it's, cause cause I can't but it's put also my... it's the only thing we get like knowledge about. We don't know any of the fucking inning wor- inner workings of what's happening at management. Like you see Leon Drysettle not go and take Kane out of that play there. We see that. We don't see like the dumb conversation or suggestion Peter Shirelli had at a fucking team like management meeting where he suggested we should do like, we don't we there's no transparency true. where the real mistakes are being made. So all we have as fans is to see what's on the ice, and it's just it's just the easy thing to rip on. Plus, also salaries are public domain. So yeah, you see an eight and a half million dollar guy not defend a certain play. Well, now all of a sudden this guy is terrible and should be out of the city, which is totally the wrong approach. But that's from an optics standpoint. That's all we can. That's yeah. all we can see. No, I can't. I we don't agree. see or know anything that's happening at the top level, and it's not getting fucking worse. And it's not Leon Dreisaitl's fault. Like he wants to go and make eight and a half million bucks. He's not working with management on wanting to make beers thirteen dollars. He's just going out to play hockey. Exactly. I agree. When they were interviewing Clefbaum after the jersey throwing game last week, bag milk. Mm-hmm. You see that? No, I didn't see it. And they're like, "What do you make of Oilers fans throwing a jersey on the ice?" And for a guy who's just returned from an injury, he looked surprisingly exhausted. And he goes, "Well, it makes me feel like shit." And actually said shit which for him sounded like cheat, which was adorable. Then they go over to Nurse, and they're like, 
hey, what do you think about this, that, and the other? And Nurse got the same look on his face he must have had before he popped you-know-who in the head a couple years ago because he looked like he was about ready to start swinging at people. <laughs> it's an amazing experiment in psychology, I think. Why are we so down on people for, for salaries? It's like if you took 200,000 people who have nothing else to cheer about, and I include myself in that group, then you gave them nothing but spectacular failure for 12 thirteenths of a span and then gave them no positive storylines to focus on. When Prince Philip crashes his uh, Range Rover at 93 and flips over and almost injures a lady, Kensington Palace knows well enough, now's the time to flood the streets with baby George photos. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh-oh, don't worry about that. How about this? Kate's skirt blew up at a recent event. Everyone's like, what? The Oilers aren't even doing that properly. They're not managing their fans. They're not. They're letting the doors open and the zombies are running in and out and the mayor is busy in his little tiny wine cellar trying to get his final few bottles of Pinot Noir out and it is a disaster. That is what's going on. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like the inmates have taken over the prison. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should look at bringing Doctor Hansen back <laughs> to kind of <laughs> ask him about what's going on here. Do you know I, I, mean? I know we could I all could use, use the doctor. therapy. So <laughs> yeah, like just from a from a selfish standpoint, <clears throat> yes. I just, I just don't understand why in this city specifically, we talk so much about character and blah, 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 but the first people to ever take shit are the team's best players. And it's been that way for a hundred years. It's been that way since Hemsky is not doing enough. It's been that way since, you know, the only one I could really think of who never really got too, too much of anything is Connor right now and deservedly so, but like Ryan Smith. Yeah. Smitty, Nuge is taking a little bit of flack maybe. But he's well, today, like, Nuge. Oh, yeah. Today on the radio, John Shannon was talking about how Nuge is not part of the core of this team. He's too small to be in the Western Conference. The guy is on pace for 78 points, playing with plugs as wingers. Yeah, he gets some cherry time on the power play with Connor and Leon, no problem. But he's producing there, and he's producing when he's not with them. What are we talking about here? John Shannon needs to shut the fuck up. Well said. Uh, That should be the name of this one. (laughs) Yes, I agree. John Shannon needs to shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's like, <laughs> who is controlling the fucking messaging here? Like, for him to go out and pick on the fucking Nuge? Like, he's supposed to be a hockey expert, and he's picking on one of our best players who's probably the one of the most defensively responsible and reliable players we have on the ice. That's what he's reaching at? Who's telling him to say that? Like, are they just trying to, like, not touch the organization because they're, you know, the rights holder to the league and they don't want to fucking piss off the the owner or the... The, the 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 president or anything like that and it just they just take now the, the the nuge well to be like to be fair Stoffer was like i don't agree at all do you know what i mean he oh good on thank you Stoffer. Stoffer was just Stoffer, like no i don't agree right. with this at all but like you're right where does that come from yeah, how can what? you be watching this team and be like you know what i know the problem is ryan nuge and hopkins no it doesn't make it doesn't make sense if you, I, I think it's impossible to say well oilers fans are just negative if you took the last 13 years and dropped in a statistically average team that made the playoffs five times in the last 13 years, there is absolutely very, there's very little incentive to be as negative. Now, the scariest thing about dark Oilers Twitter is that like everybody who basically had bad shit to say about the team for the last three years has been proven correct. People are going 300 career tweets are going back in their calendar two years finding the one where they're like i don't know about this chia di i don't know about this luchi signing and so it's like doubly reinforcing everyone's negative thoughts everybody with an axe to grind now now has the ability to be like i was right 
I know. It drives me fucking nuts. The people that I try to just either tune out or or you know go to war with because they're 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 talking in the negative, which drives me crazy, are now like this is this is this is their Stanley Cup. Like we did it. It's but our it, time but to why shine. Why do they want to beat why do they want this to happen? Well, they don't want it to they happen. They just want to be right. But they're taking delight. Yeah, well, it's fucking stupid. As somebody here, like, listen, I'll say that for the last two years, I was poking a lot of negative I would say I was pretty negative about the way Peter Shirelli handled this team and franchise. I'll you know, I didn't want to be right. But if you just look at it from a standpoint of downgrading your skill over and over again, how could I not point that out? How could I not look at yeah, but you have a following. These people, like, they just seem like trolls. To and me. for the most part, I, I think I'm pretty positive. Like, I'm always going to cheer for the Oilers, but, like, at the same point, I'm not going to be holding my tongue when I think that something's wrong. But having a following versus not. not, I don't think, like, one of the nice things I think about Twitter, for better or for worse, is everybody has the right to talk, right? Whether you have a following or not doesn't necessarily make you right or wrong. I can point to several people in the media in Edmonton who have a following who are very rarely right about shit. But I just wonder, like... It, it's very, very strange to me. If I saw somebody walking down um, Roger's place, determined to throw a jersey, I would stand in front of them. I would Tiananmen Square them. Mm-hmm. I would stand up front with my two bags of groceries and say, no, I'd be the wizard from Harry Potter or whatever the hell it was, where he says, thou shalt not pass. I think that was, nope, that's probably Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but I Wizard of Oz? Uh, Harry Potter. Oh, but I wouldn't let some dipshit throw a Connor McJersey on the ice. No. Because Why? Because it's fucking disrespectful and it that, disrespects every single oiler back to the WHA. Yeah. I think of fucking Dean McCammon getting his Achilles heel sliced open by Eric Weinrich, rolling around on the ice, telling Oilers fans he'll be back in the fall. I think of Smitty breaking both his leg bones and being back six weeks later because he wanted to play in the Olympics. I think about every single oiler that has sweated or bled for but this so team. Why is it free? Why is it a, a safe space on Twitter for somebody to go and be a jackass? Say all this stuff that's negative, but if this guy decides his protest wants to be throwing a jersey, well, on the ice, first of all, not- it's affecting the like eighteen thousand people are watching, and then you know the media is going to pick up on that too. So you're yeah. going to have the media shitting on. I would think it, I, I would I would say that if these if both people are trying to do something that's effective to let everybody like, do you think a caravan around Anthony Hende just making everybody's lives in Edmonton is a really good way to promote the fact that our, our oil and gas industry needs to be? No, probably not. So it does. It, it definitely gets attention. If, if you say, if you, if you say to me, you know what? It's you. You have you've you have one thing to do to make an impact to show people around that you don't want to stand for it anymore. I think it. I I don't agree with him throwing a jersey on the ice. But if his goal is to get people to understand what his frustration is, Twitter is not going to be the place to do it. Okay, but I I think that going I mean, into Rogers' place and throwing, especially a Connor jersey on the ice, it's basically just. Spitting in the face of the entire franchise. I don't it disagree goes back. with you. I have to play Desville's advocate. No, no, and it's fair. Yeah, and I, I understand wanna, your yeah. no, and your point is fair that people are trying to make a uh, a point. But I just think that like you could be mad at the 2017-18 Oilers, 2018-19 Oilers rather. But to go out and throw a Connor jersey on the ice to me is just shitting on the entire franchise back to day one. What is puzzling to me is next game if I was in charge. Before the pregame show, Gretzky on the scoreboard, sitting with Connor on two bar stools, and he basically delivers a speech. Hey, Oilers fans, I am Wayne Gretzky, and I understand how frustrated we all are. Me included, Connor included, we are frustrated. Throwing your jersey on the ice, ain't it? And we are here to ask you, please 
don't throw jerseys on the ice when you come to the game. If you want to boo, everyone's a professional athlete. That's fine. You want to stay home. You want to not buy a drink. That's your right. But don't come to the arena and throw the jersey on the ice. It's like stepping on the Oilers logo in the dressing room. It just, it really, really bothers me. And it shocks the shit out of me that the OEG doesn't do anything. They're fucking letting throw Oilers throw fan jerseys on the ice. They're not doing anything about it. That's like as gutless as it gets. You're like scared of your fans, but on the other hand, you like detest your own fans. Yeah, no, I get it. So, uh, so you're a fan right now. You're that guy. You're sitting at home, and before you, you had to give. He was going to tell you that I'm going to go throw a jersey on the ice. You give him an alternate strategy. What's that alternate strategy? There's, I don't, I don't think I have one. Don't go to the fucking game. That's my alternate strategy. You know, tweet. you be, be mad on Twitter. Right. You, you guys are right Oilers. Fan, you guys are Oilers fans, and you love going to the game. Now, I go to the game. And I see a bunch of people who I can tell are having like that first experience of a hockey game. Everybody likes experience of a hockey game. You know, I asked my nephew, he was going to the game on Saturday. I said, you excited for the game? He goes, yeah. And I said, okay. When he got home, obviously it was a bad loss. I go, did you have a good time? Yeah, it was good. Obviously the game was, the, the outcome wasn't great, but yeah, we had fun. Like, I understand that people go to the game to have fun and get off. And I understand also that not going to the game to prove a point. And I'm just saying. Cause, and they just said that people go to other's games and get off. That's what, no, I, that's what I'm there for. Get off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, but <laughs> I don't even know how to make a joke about that. Anyways, <laughs> it, they, it go, is a joke. they go to the game. Yeah, they go to the game to like, you know, have an experience, have a good time, take your family. And when, <laughs> if to say that not to go and then all of a sudden and, and people st- stop buying season tickets and all that, then we start to get into a position maybe down the road where like we have the risk of losing a team. I mean, like, I don't, I just don't, I don't see, I say very strongly, don't go to the game if you don't fucking like it. Don't go to Twitter. Don't do anything. Don't spend your money there. Like, don't be flinging no, we got to take a break. Jerry's got two fingers in the air. He's at a dance party, but we'll take a break. We'll be back after this. Let's keep talking. This is all there. It's all there. It's all we have, Chalmers. (laughs) Real life podcast back after this. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Jabba Machinery Group, join the family. We're back. Real Life Podcast Chalmers before the break. You were in the <laughs> middle of one, and I wanted to get you right back to where you were. I said, if you come on the come to make a move and throw a jersey on the ice, I'm going to Tiananmen Square you. I'm going to stand in front of you. I'm not going to hit you, but I'm going to stand in front of you. Yeah. yeah. And this, what I was talking about is, is concluded with absolutely no point. But there's, I don't, know what, I don't know what to tell somebody if they told me that that's what they were going to do. Obviously, I would have been embarrassed for that guy if I was in the crowd. Right? And... Like, I, I know that what I was, I was probably talking in circles, but that's the frustration that I have as somebody who doesn't think Oilers 24 mm. seven. When I'm forced to think about it, I go in circles. It's fucking hard and I don't get it. You well, can't, sorry. Uh, it's just like where I have issues with things like Jersey toss. It's to me, like it's, it's exactly how Wanya kind of described. Like you think about the people who have worn the Jersey and you think about the current players on the ice that see that. And it's it's not an attack on them, right? But it gets viewed and contrived as one. And they have to answer to the media after the game about it. And it creates a toxicity 
within that within the team when really the attack needs to be focused upwards like you know if we boo at the game we're you know we're booing cuz the, the performance is shitty but it's not because of the players on the ice it's because of the management on top of it that's created this mess that we're watching so that's why on the in the jersey toss thing where i agree with Wanya, like, yeah you tn him square cuz like you're doing it you you're you're blocking that guy because you love Connor McDavid yeah. Because you love Wayne Gretzky, because you yeah. love Ryan Smith, like yeah. the people that fought so hard. That's why I'll never put my name on one of those jerseys. You have to fucking earn that shit. Yes, and it's 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 that attack that you want to protect because like you don't. The fans haven't turned on the players. The fans are turning on the organization, and like that's where the thing Trump was like. It's yeah, like it is a weird thing, but like that's 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 to me. I think the why I don't want to see it because like your Oscar Clefbaum, who's been fighting his ass off to get back in the lineup and then has to add, answer a question like that at, right when he gets back. Like, what is like, how, like, how's his mental health right now around like all that? Absolutely. Shit? And when you, the look on nurse's face too, right. When they were asking him, I think and bag milk, you asked earlier, like you got somebody you want to read. What, what is it? What you got? Yeah. So I got a, we got a message at the nation this morning, uh, from a Doug and he was talking about a little bit about, um, Oilers fans and contributing. So his message was Edmonton Oilers fans, instead of wearing paper bags over your heads, give them some confidence and show them you're behind them. Your negativity has just much, just as much to do with their poor play than the play itself. We need to get it together. Habs fans might have bitched and complained a lot, but you never did see them wearing bags over their heads, which I disagreed with because I actually sent the guy a picture of a bunch of Habs fans wearing paper bags over their head. Just like, the thing that's interesting about it is blaming the fans to me is very odd because all we ever want is to watch sure a winner, but like just a competitive team. And we will go put thousands of dollars away a year into this team wanting to see them be good and we'll still show up even when they're not. So to take shots at the fans, yeah, we could, you know, I, I definitely don't agree with throwing jerseys, by the way. If you are one of the kind of people that's going to throw a jersey, maybe take it off and give it to a kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that there's a lot of kids out there that would love to have a Connor McDavid jersey, even if it's the size of a tarp, just to it. have one, than to have some asshole throwing it on the ice. Um, there are better avenues. But I just I think it's weird to blame the fans so much as we're seeing right now. I think, though, the worst kind of team to have, if you're looking for any type of situation is a team that is an extended period of being ultra shitty with an ultra highly engaged fan base. This is worst. You're much better off being in Florida. You're much better off being in Arizona where you're like, you know what? We're playing in front of a half empty barn every night, but the people that are here, they're cheering for us. You're much better off to be in a situation like that. Having this many people paying this much attention for this long while the organization served up heaping plate of shit after shit. I mean, on the one hand, you've got Connor McDavid and you've got Leon Dreisaitl, who are going to be the first pairing to have 100-point seasons since when? Lemieux and... Yeah, this is Gogger. way back in the day. And that narrative is lost entirely. Yeah. There ain't nobody out happy about that. Yeah. You've got, you know, the best player in the world in his fourth year. A guy... Has anybody ever made $12.5 million before, earned it to the degree that he did, and still had a shitty time? Probably not. But I think Oilers fans' rage is for sure part of the problem. But it's completely justified. So justified. Here's the thing. 
And we should be proud of this. We are the best fucking hockey fans in the league. Amen. We are. We're the so passionate. And we deserve the best organization. Because like, if you have us behind you, we can fucking take on the world. We will go into any fucking market and we will show you why Edmonton's the fucking best. Yeah. And it's you'll you'll see that. But they don't give us that reason. They keep shitting on us. And it just keeps getting shittier and shittier. And despite just having a little glimmer of hope drafting Connor McDavid, we then take a giant dump 20 minutes later and fucking trade for Griffin Reinhardt. It's just it's like never ending fucking mistakes. And like we should be the best organized. We should have our fucking Ken Holland. You know, we should have like, you know, like it's it just drives me fucking nuts because we would like we we you have the best fans behind you. You do. And we will support you in spades. You think, you know, when the decade of darkness was supporting and buying jerseys, wait till you see if we're fucking winning Stanley Cups, how much money we spend. Well, if I think- everything is warranted and we deserve better. We do. We're fucking entitled to it because it's been too fucking long. Florida fucking Panthers fans, all three of them have had a better last 13 years than us. <laughs> I think back to the playoff run just from a couple of years ago. When I remember the pregame, you know, on CBC, they're doing the whole spiel like Edmonton or Rogers place. We're doing the playoff thing. And then people describing how ridiculous the atmosphere was inside that building. Oilers Rogers fans, place. or yeah, sorry, Rogers yeah. place. Oilers fans want nothing more than to watch a winning hockey. Team. That's it. That's and it. as somebody who is lucky enough to go to a bunch of those games in 2017, that place was bananas. And I defy you to watch, to find better fans than that. You can say we're negative all you want yeah. until they win, and then we're crazy. We're filling bars. We're filling the streets up, high-fiving strangers. I hugged so many strangers, I probably went home with some kind of influenza I didn't even know existed. I got chicken pox from that playoff run. <laughs> they partied so hard. <laughs> so I just, like, taking shots at the fans is one thing, and I get it to a point, but the fans aren't the problem here. No, but we've reached, we've reached a point with maximum toxicity. Yeah. I agree. Truth, a- truth be told, in the pre-show meeting, I even said, let's go this whole show without talking to the others because it's so negative right now. Wow, but we got to talk about the others because I don't... It would have been a, it would have been a better girls. show. I don't have we a did. life, Chalmers. Grammy, you know this is all I have, you fucking ass. talked about the Grammys. Chalmers had a whole Grammys rundown. <laughs> yeah, he was really you pushing take the Grammys. Fucking, <laughs> I'm looking at your sheet. You can take the Grammys and the Oil Kings folding sideways you know and shove them up your ass because I don't want to hear that I'm going to continue to come on this show and pump up the only winning hockey team in this city. The Edmonton Oil Kings. The Zeta novice. What the hell are you watching? Probably you're watching no, your kids just, play hockey. I'm just kidding. You? I just think it's funny because like we, you, I liked his article because he's talking about being positive. That's a good thing. Let's let's tell people what to do. Let's tell people what. But this is the issue, think. right? So, maximum toxicity. We've reached. Sorry to interrupt you, John. But like maximum no, 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 toxicity is. Are the fans making things worse? Yes. Are the fans right to be making things worse? Yes. Are the people who are paid to fix the problem going to fix it? No. Is that probably going to drive down all the people who are contributing positively to the thing? Drag them into the toilet? Yes. So, and that's why when Vander Kane punks Drysidle and goes in and scores, that's peak toxicity. So you guys have tried, and you've always tried to stay positive. That's what I admire about you guys Thank with you. the Oilers. Yes. So let's, instead of just talking about staying positive, let's brainstorm about something that's actually positive. Like, we're not going to stand up and give them standing ovations when they get scored. Nobody's going to get behind that. You're never going to get all the fucking Oilers mouth breathing fans on the same side as us. You can take 
control of the narrative though. Like, did you see the little guy who came to visit Connor after the game? Yep. Yep. God bless you, Connor. Somebody said in the comment section, you guys have been telling him to do shit like this, the podcast for weeks. Like, I would honestly take an empty box next year and fill it full of deserving hockey fans. Connor's kids. Connor's corner. Well, you got the jumpstart kids. Oh, yeah. Connor yeah. already has a box, Fair right? Enough. With with Canadian Tire. Yep. Dial that shit up. Yep. Every single game on Instagram be like, this is the Oilers kid of the game who other than the guy on the ice. And this is why he's deserving. And here are his parents. And here's the Stollery row. And we're bringing all the kids from Stollery. And here's the low-income box for all the kids in the inner city. We got them coming down. You get a hot dog and a t-shirt. And, like, control the controllables. Yep. Max out the shit that you can do nice. Could you imagine what it would mean to a group of kids or whatever? Say as an example, because I love that idea. You had a couple of Oilers maybe a month out of a game show up to these kids' classes or whatever and say, this is the team that's going to sit in this box. Yeah. That would change their lives. For sure. Oh, you know who does that? Uh, the Oil Kings. Oh, Jesus. Uh, of course he crowbars. Yes. <laughs> <Oil Kings. laughs> hey, listen. You guys are just literally spouting off exactly what the Oil Kings do. You right just like here. take your shirt off and you have an Oil Kings tattoo yeah. and jersey but on? Do you think that the Oilers are in jeopardy of losing like a generation of fans yes like, yes like the mlb like yeah, baseball man, that's did. why we try so hard with oilers nation yeah because we have genuinely it, believe like, have, have, do you, no you don't get many young i mean you don't get to see the ages of the people obviously that i like, interact with i mean what oh, <laughs> God. no i i think i think winning brings back everything yeah so what i'm yes so, so let's 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 just Create a bunch of positivity when we're not. But this is what I would be and doing. This helps. It, it it has a tipping point. Oh, you're right. I'd be like, okay, guess what, motherfuckers? It, we're bringing out half-sized bags of popcorn, yeah. and these popcorns is free. Oh, okay, and you know what's it. sad is is they might start doing this, but only out of necessity because oh well, now we have all these empty boxes because no one renewed. So now let's do these things to create optics that. We're doing good things and filling these boxes full of people, and they're not doing it at the right time. I think that. As an optimist, I think times of great change happen when there's problems. I don't think you're going to get changes in behavior if you're rolling along in ninth place, missing the playoffs by two years. Yeah. I think, for example, the Trump election in the next 50 years is one of the best things that ever happened to the states because it taught people, holy fuck, if you don't get off your hands and vote. There's another side to this. You won't even believe who the hell is going to be president. It's going to be Kanye featuring fucking Marshmallow as the president <laughs> in 2024, right? But I also think with the Oilers, out of necessity, <laughs> they may have empty skyboxes they need to fill. This is when they're actually going to take stock of shit. Marshmallow would be a great VP. Oh, I, I'd get behind that. A helmet oh, on? That's a ticket I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> See, you. this is what happens. I hope that, like, yeah, Marshmallow is the Dick Cheney to Kanye's <laughs> bush. but Kanye's bush. Yeah, his dick to his bush. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, no one made that joke. They had eight years. Know, yeah. The Dick Bush joke. Well, anyways. Yeah. Egg milk, what were you going to say? I got nothing. Ah, now, I'm, now I'm down the dick bush trail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the hole I'm down now. Oh, my God. Did it take that to get us off Oilers? Just kidding. I want to talk about the Oilers, man, because I feel... I know you do. I've just been having... Like, I've been talking to a lot of Oilers fans. Like, I've been going to the game. Why? Because I love Oilers fans, man. <laughs> I know you do. I love the Oilers. I love Oilers fans. If they offered somehow, if they could get rid of a loge box and I could live there, I would. Like, I promise you, when the last Oilers fan goes home, Chalmers from Roger's Place, I will fucking sweep up. I will turn the light off myself. Are you the guy giving everybody knucks on the way out For of the sure. building? For sure. That's my spirit animal. I love that guy. I love that guy. But I'm talking to Oilers fans, and I just, I feel like they've 
It'd be like if you were locked in a room and all you could paint was one thing over and over. All you were given was a paintbrush and one color paint and one color easel and an apple. And you come back in 20 years, how many fucking paintings of an apple are you going to have waiting for you? I feel like that's where all these fans are at now. I feel like they're just like, there's no more ways for me to be pissed here and make uh, entertainment for myself because it's literally so bad. Fuck this shit, I'm out of here. And I feel like that's the point people have reached. A lot of people are tuning out. That Eric Belanger tweeted. Oh yesterday? my God, I saw yeah. it. <laughs> fuck you, Eric Belanger. Who the fuck is Eric Belanger? I feel sorry for Oilers fans or whatever the hell he said. The guy who wanted the fourth year and got it. The it day I need Eric Belanger's pity. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Eric Belanger feels bad for us? Yeah. What a, what a nice guy. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's not? Nope. He was a problem. He was a problem? He was a problem. Somebody tell me who, is Eric, who Eric Belanger is. The he was Belongia supposed triangle? to solidify our bottom six once upon a time. He was signed to a three our or four bottom year. six. That's right. Mm. He was signed to a three or four year deal. I don't remember which one. I believe we bought him out. <laughs> he asked for. I just an, went to motion four and one punched <laughs> the mic. Yeah, get it. He yeah, asked for an extra year because he believed in what we were doing here. He sold the fans on it. And then I remember my last memory of Eric Belanger, aside from not doing anything, is uh, getting really upset and salty in the media after the Yakupov slide which that has no place in our game, a blah, 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 blah. And then fast forward, now we're at Carolina Hurricanes that are like bowling each other over or whatever. Yeah. But like Eric Belanger was a guy that came in, Oilers fans drank the Kool-Aid as we always do and I will continue to do. Jay came bombing into the living room because I refused to watch Oil Change at the time at Wanya Manor. And we were, now we're rooming. Yes, he comes he flying in and goes, hey, hey, hey. Eric Belanger believes in what we're doing. Fourth year on the contract. Sweet. Yeah. And then goes like running back upstairs. Like <laughs> never watch an oil change. And then a couple years later, that was like we could hang our hat uh, on the low watermark yeah, of the I franchise. I, the thought police told me to think it. And I you were jacked. It. He believes. Yeah. I remember that summer. There was uh, Eric Belanger, Ben Eager, Darcy Hordachuk. And I was like, oh, we beefed up that bottom six real nice. Whoa. Watch us go. And then, you know. That's the, but that's the beauty of being an Oilers fans. We just recharge our batteries in the summer. We fill ourselves with hope and we go at her again. It really is remarkable. The positive Oilers fans that are out there. These people should be writing books. Sure. They should be. They're Gary V levels of positivity and they're getting fewer and fewer far between. Oh. But you know, this summer they're going to go and sign some plug to some sort of deal and I'll come running upstairs. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Did you see they signed so-and-so to a PTO? Yeah, it's just like last year, man. Like, I remember being super excited. I was at the lake on Canada Day long weekend and being super fired up. My brother-in-law, the Toby Reader, signed a contract with the Oilers. He's got no goals yet. You know what? <laughs> I was jacked about that. On July too. 1st, I was fired up. Oh, yeah. Fired up. But he I will no be fired goals. up. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah, you know. Zero he goals. Zero. Oh my but God. let's blame the guy who's third in the league in goal scoring. Or Nooch. Yeah. Who? Or Nooch. whatever. Oh, my God. Can I redo my silver bullet and uh, put it in John fucking <laughs> Shannon's skull? Yes. <laughs> Shoot John Shannon. I don't think we should be shooting anybody anymore. Oh, no, John Shannon after uh, no, John Shannon. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a hockey mom no. when it comes to Nooch. <laughs> you do not <laughs> fucking fuck with that kid. I know. I know. It's okay. sacred. Okay. He's wearing so, the team jacket so. that says hockey mom on the arm. Again, devil's advocate. I went back and re-listened to that segment, and I think we maybe could have worded it a little bit better than shoot somebody with a silver bullet. Because, I don't know, it's 2019. We probably shouldn't be saying, oh, I'd like to shoot so-and-so with a silver bullet. Oh, I see. 
Yeah. The Oil Kings sent you, didn't they? Yeah. Conscious this guy. Eh? I'd like to no. take a Nerf gun <laughs> with a real bullet in it and shoot John Shannon in the fucking face. I would like for to, disrespect. You know those two guys? Have you ever seen the poster? Those two like where the guys are in the streets and they're giving each other middle fingers, and every single time the middle yeah. finger gets a little more aggressive. Yeah. Maybe we just do that to people. Well, Chalmers, let's just remember. I'm going to go on. A we haven't strike. actually shot anyone. <laughs> You're going to go on a hunter strike. Yeah, I'm going to not going to eat. Damn, for how long? Start now. Don't say until they make the playoffs. All right, and it's over. So. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't actually shot anybody, Chalmers. I don't know if you, like, yeah. pay attention. We're just talking tough. Like, I'm not well, around yeah. you all I'm day. I'm talking tough to you, John Shannon, but I might slap you if I see you in public. See? I'm Tiananmen Square, John sure Shannon, he's trying to walk in the arena. I'm totally sure we should do that. Let's just Tiananmen Square everything, man. Stand in front of a bus, going real slow, say no more. Cannot pass. <laughs> oh Block God. the LRT in it. I Roger's never thought place. that I'd be becoming yeah. the conscience of yeah. this fucking thing. Yeah. Block the LRT. Do a sit-in in the Edmonton Tower. We should. Watch the Grammys. The Cars. Super Bowl. If you're just going to come in here with a bunch of other TV <laughs> so shows. It wasn't minus we 30. We should just like set up. You guys ever watch the Mass Singer? Tent City in uh, Churchill Mass Square. There, Big oh. Or in Ice District. <laughs> Buddy, get oh. into it. Imagine. Ford Hall. So many good things. BB Celebrity Big Brother. There's a mass singer. We got the Grammys, the Super Bowl, Kyler Mert. I shouldn't say the that. Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we because I wasn't here last week. So last week, we get to talk about it. Did you guys even talk about it at all? Yeah, Yeah, the Super Bowl is boring, and I can't wait to see if Ben Eager comes back to the Oilers. For once, I will agree with you. The Super Bowl was boring. (laughs) That is every single NFL game I've ever watched. Yeah, so you didn't get the extra three presents on Christmas Day. Like, get over it. It's still Christmas Day. Huh? No, it isn't. Oh, sure. It's Spanish Easter, and I don't believe in Spanish people. (laughs) Why don't we do a nation pay per view? Where I hot oil wrestle John Shannon <laughs> oh. to some sort of hopefully demise. <laughs> Post hunger strike? This guy Post hunger strike. I'm leaned right out. Yeah. He's weak. We can is, is that soft enough? I, I've not shot him or killed him now. I'd watch I'm going to wrestle him to hopeful victory. He might yeah. get me. He might be cagey. I don't know. Yeah, it but, only took like five minutes for you to come up with something. That but is that legit. better? Is that, is that the right angle? Love it. If our mandate, right. Jay, is to invest in technology to ex- improve the fan experience for the Edmonton Oilers... We may have to go VR. We may have to create our own players. We may have to just be like, hey, you know what, man? Get inside the Matrix. Come on in. Our Oilers over here, five games over 500. Just buy NHL 19 and do like I did. Have a season. Toby Reader has like 13 goals. Come on. Wow. In like 24 games. Must be nice. Wow. Yep. Imagine that. How's Luch doing? Really good. He's like second in scoring. Oscar Clefbaum has 188 hits. The next guy, Larson. And then, I mean, the, like the other guys in the league have like 50. He's crushing people. It was nice to see him back, by the way. Who I does? love your Oilers. He, yeah. My Oilers are the best. Mm. Um, but seeing Oscar Klefbov come back and play like 16 minutes in the first period and a half, that was kind of nice to see. Now we got a horse back. That like, yep. There's a positive thing to look at. Of course. Absolutely. He just takes so much weight off the shoulders like of huge. everybody was, below him. Yeah. Hundred percent, Oscar Clapton. And he just looks so smooth out there. Like, and you I haven't know, mentioned his stable. abs once. No. He's got twelve of them. Yeah, he does. This Incredible. is why the Oilers got to go That's sign right. fellow Swede on the Swedish abs team. They have to sign Barakowski from, uh, or somehow trade for him from Washington because he's available. And I think he's a top, he's a top six talent. But they, I didn't know he's available. Because I've said I, I follow social medias. The same people that are shit on the Oilers are <laughs> telling me Barakowski's available. <laughs> that guy is that guy that. That guy puts Larson and Clefbaum to shame. In the really? abs department? Oh, he is. Well, 
we'll keep talking. He is jacked. Oh, time in for the this uh, segment. Google this. Yeah, in the absence <laughs> of the Oilers doing anything good, let's Google hot hockey players on either <laughs> team. A hot guy draft. Speaking of which, like, uh, Chris, the intern, has taken to tagging me in the uh, in an Instagram account called uh, Hockey Hunks. So every time Tyler Sagan is featured on this Instagram, Chris has been tagging me in them because we learned a couple of years ago that if Chris was going to uh, wed one of the NHL's finest, Tyler Sagan would be his pick. Oh, he likes the bad boy. Likes the bad boy. <laughs> he likes the tattoos. He likes the facial hair. He likes the whole thing. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, Wait, dear. I've just Googled. It's time for a break yet, George? I don't know. Time for a break yet? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, we've just like, like four pals sitting around. We've actually just run out of things to discuss, but unfortunately we're... But to Jay's point, though, the Oilers need to do... I don't know if Bar- uh, Barakowski is going to be the one that they actually go out and get. They need to add more skill to the lineup. I know Bobby Burgers is saying that character is the thing that they're missing. No, character is not it. Guys who can actually contribute on a nightly basis is it. Guys who can... So the last... One thing I did notice, and I mentioned this before, but when I was watching the games... Um, I noticed that when we enter our own zone, we like to play one way, and that is get it deep and cycle it around until the weak link on that line loses it and gets rid of it. I really don't think it's character that's going to do anything about that. No, we don't need get better players. Shots, we just need better players. Like the Oilers just- are very much a rush team. They'll rush in. They got a nice little play on the rush. Maybe Connor and Leon hook up. It's a beautiful two-on-one goal or something like that. But they don't maintain zone control all. all that much. At all. And that has nothing to do with character. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah. to me, character with this team is kind of synonymous with just not being all that good. Oh, yeah. Chances are, if you're a character guy, you're clinging to dear life for that, that NHL job that you don't want to give up. And then we get mad when, we let, when they let you go. Like... We need better players, but he's a character guy, and we could have really used him in the room to help the young kids along. And I'm sure there's some of that. It's a team sport, I mean, of course, you know, but I mean, you can't have three guys on your roster running away in the points totals and everybody else is dragging balls behind. No teams work like that. Chalmers teams don't work like that in 2K19. That's what Hell no. Sure. You know, balance scoring for the sounds of things. Such balance scoring. Have you well made any run. trades? Can you make trades? Yeah, I don't got time for trades. Well, I clearly don't in, need trades. You I got a yeah, like, 13 goal scorer in Toby Reader. Yeah, you're a purist. Yeah. Oh, he's good. He's good really good. Strength. But so I didn't realize that I didn't play the one where they actually does the trades for you. So like <laughs> in every day, there's like an update. So like if when Jake Muzzin got traded, he's literally on Toronto now on the game. If you go to play the game. Oh, they, update like they do the live rosters. updates. Oh, live updates. They change with how guys are playing. I think they change overall ratings and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's, and you were still still able to squeeze 13 goals out of Reader? Well, yeah, he's fast. Lucic is, is fast. so fast in the game. It's weird. He beats guys wide all the time. Let's take a break. <laughs> Chalmers is living in a dream world. Yeah, I'm so, moving there. Like we'll be you, back right yeah. after this. Yeah, Real Life Podcast. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at SumoJerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted maw and paw jerky from all over the world. 
They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high-quality, handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick-me-up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumojerky for pictures of their meat. Or sign up for the service yourself, sumojerky.com. Once a month, meat delivered right to your door. It's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up. My favorite day of the month is Sumo Jerky Delivery Day. Sumojerky.com to get started. We just decided during the break that we're going to do a new feature on real life when Chalmers decides to come down here and grace us with his presence. This is called Chalmers Changing the Subject. Chalmers, change the subject. Okay, so if you lasted long enough through the Oilers talk to get to this portion, this is going to be stuff that I just want to talk about. Go for it. Okay, number one. I woke up this morning, and it was uh, like lightly snowing. And that's not usually a problem, Edmonton. You know, I got a truck. It's pretty easy to deal with. But I drove out of my driveway, turned on my windshield wipers, and they went up halfway and stopped. Yeah, and I had to go. So it was like a weird thing. I had to basically like at every light, brush off the thing feeling pretty manly because i took my I, I couldn't get my truck into anywhere called like four places on couldn't get in till thursday can't drive around with window wipers halfway so i took the thing home took it all apart and i basically fixed it myself Whoa. yeah I never fixed a car like never fixed a portion of a car like i just was like i have to do this i, I need my truck right so what was the matter? Was the deflangulator seized? No, like, well, there was, it was just kind of seized up. The way that it works is basically this one thing turns in the middle and it yeah. moves two rods. Well, one of them was really seized up. With ice? No, just like debris or I don't even know what it was. So I just WD-40'd it, took a toothbrush to it. I just kept greasing it until I could work it. And then I put it back in. Sounds kind of erotic. It, it was it pretty. Like buddy, the net I was, was there's about 900. That's what she you says. Know? I could have just wedged <laughs> in there. It feels good when you fix something like that you've never fixed before. Oh, like, totally, like, man. Like, I'm actually I got a little bit of jealousy going on. Yeah. There. Like, so, Chalmers knows things. About windshield wipers. If you got a windshield wiper problem, call me. What's your phone number? I'm not telling you. <laughs> uh, number two, I'm really pleased to see that on my birthday, you guys Happy decided birthday. to post it. Yeah, thank you on mm-hmm. Saturday. That you guys decided to post a repost of a picture of me from when I was seven years old. Yeah, and I had good. a sweet mullet sweet. and a striped <laughs> polo <laughs> with no pants on. Oh, yeah. So that was pretty good. Yeah. It's getting a lot of action on there. I think we should just change the account to pictures of me as a child. Yeah. 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 Because it's getting, I mean, did you see how good I looked in that? You look great. Oh, look I like it. Right it's a great my photo. Mom, my mom cut that hair. She, if you want. You can grow it out a little bit, and she'll she'll cut it just like that. The Chalmers side hustle of uh, haircuts and what, windshield wiper repair. What she was yeah. thinking about that, but yeah. Anyways. How old are you in that photo? It's probably seven, eight. <laughs> How about Illuminate 3D? Awesome page. Check out our store and shoot us a DM so we can give you a discount. <laughs> yeah. oh, good Wanye, well said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> like, what were they trying to hold? What were they trying oh, to I love, the I love when they just creep in. Great gallery. Like, just <laughs> random shit. Wow. You guys are getting Chalmers, that, actually because it got so much engagement, you smoked out a bot to comment on. That's that's pretty big. It's when you're moving the needle online. So oh, that, like is, that was a happy birthday, birthday present town. to me. Yeah. Oh, so and then what else? Can Talk I about your blessed oil kings. I know you want to. I mean, so okay, so around my house, we like to have birthday weekends. So on Saturday, I had a nice day with my family, and we did our thing. We went to the rec center and all that. But on Sunday, yesterday, we went to the Oil Kings game again. We've been doing that a lot lately because my kids love it. 
my son just had his birthday and he got some money. How old is he? Eight. He just turned eight. He's as old as you were in that mullet photo. He's probably exactly the same age as I was. You got to you got to get him cut to his a mullet hair like, and make a yeah. This is how we do things. I can't even believe my parents. Who let wore me it get, better? Oh, guaranteed, I would. Um, Prove it. <laughs> okay, I'll grow zero and get him to cut a mullet. Yeah. Anyways, he went to the Oil Kings game. And he wanted an Oil Kings jersey, really, really bad. So, uh, so we went, and it was just like honestly, if you want an escape from the Oilers, I cannot say it enough. The Oil Kings are. Tied for sixth overall out of 22 teams. In the conference, they are tied for fourth. In the division, they are first in the central division. We have a player who's, this is going to be his last year with, with the team. And he's our captain. He's Trey Fixwalinski. This guy just is fun to watch, man. He's just good. He's third in scoring right now with 84 points. And he's, that's 51 games. He's at 84 points. Like, that's pretty amazing. It's like Leon Dreyfus. Every single time he gets the puck, it feels like, Connor McDavid. Like, he can make something happen. He's just one of those guys. Imagine everybody who canceled their Oilers tickets if the OEG as a parting gift sent them a mini pack to the Oil King. Yeah. And said, we're sorry to lose you. Yeah. We value your business. Give us some time. Here's your fucking Oil yeah. King's mini pack. I know you'd be there, Chalmers. So I'm there anyways. Yeah. I'm there all the time. Well, Chalmers, I went to a Oil Kings game a couple weeks ago. What'd you think? It was great because I was cheering for the opposing team. The Moose Jaw Warriors. And they came, they saw, they conquered. Well, they just happened to be fifth in the <laughs> fifth in the overall. Well, your Trey Fitzwalenski is my Jet Woo. I don't know what a Jet oh, Woo is. Oh, well, hey, you're not hip to the Moose Jaw Warriors scene, but I as well have passion for a WHL team. Me too. War- go Warriors. Yeah, I know you like I mean, I know you like him. What's a Jet Woo? That's a, a defenseman. He is their... First round draft pick defenseman, I believe. First round draft pick. Anyways, I wish the Oilers got him. I thought Thank Jet Wu was the guy who starred in that movie with DMX. That's, That's Jet Lee. Lee. That's Jet Lee. <laughs> I think also good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DMX is out of jail. Well, and so also they have a rookie on their team. His name is Vladimir Olestrov. And this dude, I watched him last night because he made a couple of really dynamic plays. But this kid's a rookie this year, which means he's like 17, something like that. Could Probably be a nine. Well, I think he's a 98. No, no, not in 91. No, no, no. Sorry, not in 98. He's like a Chinese Taipei in the uh, Little League World Series right no, there. Yeah. Type age. He's oh, the, really? How old are you? Though? <laughs> I got it the wrong way. He's the double zero. He's a Gilbert Arenas. And so he's got to be 18. Yeah. 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 But he's like, he's dynamic. He's going to be the future of this team. I wonder if watch. anyone's going to have the sass to wear a double zero in the NHL. It would be cool. I'd like to see it. You would? I think I would. Huh. Maybe Trey Fix will ask you a double zero. Oh, your favorite. With Columbus? He was drafted number six in the sixth round by Columbus. That's the fucking thing that drives me so fucking nuts. <laughs> that we can't notice that guy. Is that, with for a some reason, rounder? Bob fucking Green thinks Griffin Reinhardt is so awesome, even though he was under his fucking nose and saw how actually terrible he was, that he convinced management and management allowed themselves to be convinced to trade two, basically, essentially two first round picks because that second was so high. Mm-hmm. For a fucking disaster. And that we let Trey Fitzwalensky, I'm butchering his name. Fitzwalensky. No, you're not. Fitzwalensky. No, you're not. (laughs) Trey Cool, the drummer of of Trey, play play drums right under their nose. Let them get drafted in the sixth round to Columbus. Who also (sighs) passed on Pugliarvi. Lower bowl, round row 14, center ice, 29 bucks. Take it. Yeah, that's... That's good value. Price of beers, full, full. Oh, it's rip. full pop for all that, yeah. God 
Damn it. Why can't they make the beers cheaper? Well, know. we can't replace all the 12s on the signs no, with a lower a number. You know how much it would take them, honestly, to reprice all the signs? They're fucking television Digital screens. Little, have little. a fucking light switch. Oil King mode. Sicko mode. Oil King mode. Never, sicko mode. Oh. I never look up to see the digital. It's not like somebody sitting there replacing all the little black. Bag Milk and I, we went to the game last Tuesday. No Oil we, Kings one? Uh, no, actually, there's the other team in town. The Edmonton Spirit. The roller hockey sledge team. We go to the thing and we're like, hey, get a couple of beers. And then we like don't have enough money out to pay because we don't realize how much shit costs. But then by the third period, we're like, whatever. Bagel just like throws his wallet behind the counter, starts drinking out of the bar wells. It's gotta- Do you know what? It was fun- it's funny that you say that because my wife went to the seats with our kids and uh, she asked me to get her a cider and me a beer. And uh, she took my wallet with me with her by accident. That's I, marriage. I had $28.75 in my pocket. And I was like, there is no way I won't have enough. And my sons also wanted nice tea. So I got the cider and the beer and I was doing the math in my head while I was pouring them. And I was like, can you just tell me how much that's going to be with an iced tea? And he said, $28.75. $28.75, almost 30 bucks yeah. for one beer, yeah. one cider, oh, yeah. and an iced tea. I've said this it before. Was, it goes straight to the Nuge. We went to, uh, I went to a game in uh, Phoenix a little while ago. My brother-in-law, we did a trip down. We went and saw Monday Night Football. It was great. Yeah. But we went to the Coyotes game, and I'll never forget it as long as I live, this deal that they had plastered around their upper bowl. It was 100 bucks. Gets you four tickets, four drinks, four popcorns, four hot dogs. You're sitting in the upper bowl at the Glendale Arena, which is a very, very nice building. Yeah. Not a bad seat in the house as far as I'm concerned. For 100 beans, take the whole family. That's now, a really good deal. I know it's not time to plug a trip that involves spending a lot of money given our toxicity and all, but because you brought up ticket prices. Thank you. This is more of an experience. We're not- doing a trip to Vegas. Launch today. Launch today. Uh, there are only 20 spots. I think, uh, I think as we I are- last check, I think 12 or 13 have sold already in about Yeah, they're hours. moving. That's impressive, Which Oilers fans. But, well, and we're, you know, and we're branding it the right way in the sense because it's right let's just get together as fans and let's go on a work retreat and let's try to us as fans try to recover and get through this together but the value of the ticket these tickets we got are they're they only catch the standing room but it's good level but it worked out to like a hundred or two uh whatever uh 220 bucks or something which is expensive per per game just for the game we're going to it's all inclusive food and booze so us as Oilers fans, because this is where the Oilers have done something right by us. If we go and have eight drinks at an Oilers game, that's basically two hundred and twenty bucks right there. That's yeah, a free ticket. So this is like the best veal. The veal. It will try the veal. It's probably delicious. I'm sure it's going to be all inclusive of the ticket. Yo, I'm going to be pounding snacks. I remember the time Chalmers. We were like twenty. You, me, and Jay went out to Vancouver with Lee, and we were partying out in Vancouver. And then we didn't know that the time that they stopped serving booze out there was three a.m. And then at like 1.58, we went to order our final drinks and they just kept serving after 2 a.m. And then we're like, these idiots forgot to close. And we just kept <laughs> pounding them back. That's Jay at the game. Uh, it's gonna be these fun. idiots are charging me for drinks. Smash, smash. It is going to be good. And you know what? Like when you talk about the trip and stuff, it's like, it's always nice to have a collection of fans to go there and just kind of show Vegas that, I, don't, I know that the fans in Vegas probably don't understand the, this depression that we're under right now. But yeah. like, when the crowd or when the camera pans in the crowd and you see Oilers jerseys, like it's just nice to know that, look, there's some people out there that don't 
don't focus solely in on how the team's doing. Oh, we'll still be sour if they lose. But uh, yeah, we'll no, it's, it's good. But we'll, oh, yeah, but we'll be, be super Vegas. amped up when we pregame Please. before the game. Like you're, you're right. Gonna, you're gonna walk out of that stadium. What's it called? T-Mobile Arena. T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena. Arena. You're gonna walk out of T-Mobile, and if we lose a game four to one. You're telling me you're going to be sour for more than five minutes in uh, Vegas? Uh, yeah, it'll be a short turnaround. As soon as I get, get to the door at Spearmint Rhino. But Bag Milk coined it good. This trip is about fan therapy. Back alley Spearmint Rhino trip. Mm. It is about fan therapy. It's going to be, have, we're going to have a group of nation citizens together. We're going to go watch a couple of games together. Well, one's a viewing party on the Saturday. Yeah. Sunday's the game against Vegas. We're just going to have a good time with a great group of people, regardless of what happens, because that's what this website is about and the community around the website and being an Oilers fan. Win or lose, we're going to have a great time with some amazing people. We're all, and I can't wait. Great people. So let's just hang out, <laughs> real, ride the wave together, and real jump up from a bus to Calgary. Plane yeah. to Vegas. Well, if, if this goes off well, we'll do it on a bigger scale next year. That's all I'm saying. Fun. All right, boys, let's uh, <laughs> flip it up for a second here. Let's heed the words of the great Yukon Jack when he said, consistency, boys, that's the key. Best and worst. You got some this week, Chalmers? We'll go to you last. Yeah, go to me last because I don't... I see one that are worst. Not enough Oil Kings. (laughs) (laughs) Then I see best. Go Oil Kings, go. And then what appears to be a drawing of you kissing the captain... Trey. Trey? And notice how we're the same height. (laughs) Bag milk? (laughs) Best and worst? Uh, best of the week. There is no contest here, boys. My man, your man, Daddy Longneck came out with Liddy like a titty this mm. week. Probably one of the mm. hottest jams the internet will ever see. The guy's straight fire. I can't imagine that he will not be nominated for album of the year at next year's Grammys, which Chalmers will surely be watching. He's already pre-recorded. It was good. Jay, best of the week. My best of the week was I, uh, I was on a stag this weekend to Big White, and when I landed in the airport in Kelowna, I was greeted by the mayor. And the mayor Boom. is a fellow nation citizen, and... He greeted you at the airport? Yeah. Jeez Miss, Louise. His, his majesty, as I called him, of Colin course. Bazarin. Uh, good dude. So, yeah, he, he came to the airport to meet me, and we just talked shop for like an hour. This is it, like when Kim Jong-un went to Helsinki. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what is going on here? And it was, uh, the funny thing was, is there were some other guys at the table. And I, I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, this is the mayor of like, yeah. Uh, and we're just talking. <laughs> so we talked, we talked hockey for like 45 minutes. And then I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I'll see if I can talk some like mayor stuff with him. Like, of course, like, how's development or <laughs> whatever, right? And just How like, about just, that ring road? But anyways, we started talking about like the kind of local economy, what's going on. <laughs> and then, one of the guys that's like that's at the with us for the stag because we're waiting for the guys to land. He's like, "What are you, some kind of like real estate developer or anything?" And he's like, "Actually, I'm the mayor." And he's like, "Just fuck <laughs> off." Uh, but yeah, no, good dude, uh, fellow nation guy. He uh, brought him some some swag. He already had some swag of his own. But uh, yeah, that uh, that to me is the best. Wasn't he in love with Bag Milk? Wasn't that was a pretty Bag surreal Milk? moment. He was shocked. He really actually wanted to meet Bag Milk. So that was pretty, shoot a video for him. That was pretty surreal for me. Like. It went up on the nation story and everybody's like, you got to check out the nation story. Got to check out the nation story. And I'm getting chirped by the mayor of Kelowna. Yeah. Pretty fucking dope. You could literally go to Kelowna he right really now. He really wants to meet you. Whatever you I'd want. like to meet him. Yeah, so I told we him, were, you come uh, to town, we will host you. and You can see the whole show. We were DMing shortly after because it was just like, what a weird, interesting moment. Like I have an auntie that lives in Kelowna. Oh, wow. So I sent her, <laughs> I sent her the clip and she's just like, I don't understand. Why is the mayor of Kelowna chirping you on a video on Instagram? Because it's great. It's 
great. Shout out to shout out to Colin. Great man. Yeah, his worship, I believe you call the mayor to be. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Your of course. Lord Highness. Is, yeah. Should be knighted as far as I'm concerned. My Who's best. It, sir? Oh, my best of the week. This is going to sting you, Jay. Are you ready for this? I'm, I'm going to draw my best of the week out by making you answer questions. Oh, shit. How are the Condors doing? Yeah, they're fucking shit hot fire. How many games in a row have they won? Uh, oh, uh, I saw. Huh, I, I, sh- I should have read that. I, I would love to have seen the comments on this tweet, but there was like a Bakersfield dozen. So yeah, because of that amazingly witiful tweet at 12, 12, is it 12 or 13? 13? Okay. If you have 13 wins in a row, regardless of league, sport, anything, leadership, am I right? It comes from the top. Oh, fuck. It comes from the captain. I, Jay, were, you, were you describing something where you built these walls? And who just is to the captain of the Bakersfield me? Condors and thus personally responsible for 13 wins in a row? AHL lifer Keegan Lowe, I believe. Oh, Keegan Lowe. <laughs> Keegan Lowe, Chalmers, is the captain of Bakersfield. I'm telling you, if you, get, if you get named captain in the AHL, that means you are going nowhere. That's not true if your team just won 13 in a row. Keegan Lowe is the captain of a 13-team in a game in a row winning Bakersfield Condors. My best of the week. Chalmers, what do you have? Well, my best of the week is... Well, okay, I'm going to go my worst of the week first. Nope. That ain't how it works. Best of the week. Oh, wait, you guys just all did your best? We just did our best. I was not listening. So <laughs> my best of the week is going to be way off topic, and that is that Kyler Murray. Do you know who he is? Nope, didn't see him. At- Kyler oh. Murray is a... <laughs> 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 Kyler Murray is a... 16-year-old prospect who can either play baseball or football. He's been drafted by the Oakland Athletics and received a $5 million signing bonus. At 16? Uh, maybe 17. Wow. Can you get drafted that early in the MLB? I think so. Yeah, I think Mike Trout did. So he, well, his draft year is this year for NFL. So they asked him to make a decision. What are you going to do? Stay with us and we'll up your signing bonus and we'll give you a contract right now and you play baseball with us. And just forget about your football life. And he's been prolonging this decision for quite a while. Well, just today, he announced that he is firmly and fully committed to becoming a QB in the NFL. Fucking and idiot. will be wow. drafted. God, don't say that. He's an idiot. He is not an idiot. Man, baseball is so much easier. You could, your career earnings for baseball, you could play that until you're dead. Okay. <laughs> but what do you mean you could play that until you're dead? Tom Brady's on his like... Yeah, Tom Brady's yeah, like one an anomaly. The average not life of okay, baseball Kurt, player. Kurt Warner? Me. What's that? This guy is one of the most highly touted recruits. He's a two-star athlete, like Dion and Bo. Think about this guy. I love Bo. Okay. Oh, no. Bo should have stuck with baseball because he he hurt his hip playing football. Damn straight he did. That's what I'm talking about, man. Baseball has shown him how much they want him, and now he's saying, you know what? I know I can come back to you. You're going to be my fallback. I mean, my fallback lady. My side piece. My side piece. So he's going to football, and the best part about this best is this year is his draft eligibility. My favorite team is the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and we got the first pick overall, baby. So we are going to be taking us some Kyler Murray, even though we chose a quarterback last year. Doesn't matter when you have a guy like this come around, you take him, and he may be a two star, like a two sport star, like he just might be, like Deion Sanders. Well, yes. So the, a documentary just came out on Deion. Did you guys hear about this? Like he about how he went from playing baseball to oh, Deion's like, just a sec. <laughs> What have you been watching? That's so interesting. Pornography. Punisher. <laughs> Pornography. <laughs> Wait, we didn't do our worsts. We're not done yet. We're not done. God damn it. Okay, I'll you do were, my worst really, really quickly. Were you just talking and then interrupted yourself <laughs> to say we didn't <laughs> do our worst? No, no, no. No, no, because we heard the music. 
Oh, wait, oh, music oh, started to play a, a, a side tease. Oh, don't do that when I'm snoring. No, no, no. That was him. You never, you never played Chalmers off when he's talking about football. <laughs> I felt like Drake. Never. I felt like Drake. You do there. not want to see what's going to come your way. <laughs> that was a very Drake at the Grammys moment, but you guys wouldn't know because you didn't watch it. Worst of the week, Chalmers. Uh, the AT&T Pebble Beach yesterday. Oh, boy. The, the inclement weather stopped me from being able to do my favorite thing, which is lay on the couch at 2 o'clock and nap to golf between 2 and 4. They finished it today. Phil Mickelson won. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Sorry you didn't get to have a nap yesterday. It's called golf, you guys. It's another sport that you used to play and you used to like, and so do you. Oh, yeah, I, I like it's golf. Not all oh, I, I, do too. I do too. Yeah, no. I've been painting an apple. This finding new things to do. years. This is why Chalmers is here. He's here to you want to see a painting color. of an apple? No. Bag milk? <laughs> uh, worst of the week for me is going out to Kevin Kirk, whatever Chalmers said, for choosing football over baseball. Kyler Murray. You were going to get coloring books for Christmas, my friend. You should have picked baseball. Let's make a bet right now. Go ahead. Five-year bet, maybe. I don't know. But it's got to be something good, though. Wow. That he will... I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know. We got to make. We got to think about a long-term bet for Kyler Murray because I am right now saying that he will be something very special, and you are saying that he made a terrible, terrible decision. I Me and Jay have a bet about Keegan Lowe, and yeah, I'm which, looking good. Oh, jeez. He's going to jump from being the C <laughs> of the HL I think to the, the C is, of the NHL. He has to play 100 NHL games. Yes. And I think he's played like 10. Yeah. And Who now he's got the C in, in Bakersfield. That means I take it to the bank. The Oilers are not known to rush prospects out of the A. They're leaving well him over. down there so what, he's what is, over Wait, we're back on the Condors? Yeah. He is at uh, four NHL games. Oh, four right NHL now. games. Sorry. 96 more to go, time. and I win. But in one game, he fought Vic okay. Cavalier Chalmers changes the subject. What Bag were you milk. saying? <laughs> milk, what's your worst, buddy? Uh, Kaylor Murray or whatever Chalmers. Yeah. Oh, that's your worst. Oh, yeah. Savage. Jay, worst? My worst of the week is about a month and a half ago. We talked about ta- the the husky story. Oh, yeah, this is about getting how embarrassing. We're about it. You're getting hurt. Oh, I get lit up every week, boys. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. I'm sorry, and I know there's also some mistaken identity with the guy. I referred to the guy I met. Uh, oh, there's a guy God. on Twitter asked about the story. I'm like, oh, that's the guy from I met in the superstore parking lot, and actually, it was a different guy. So we actually have, you know, there's. There's two people There's in the world. There's a mob of people I'm that want to hear this so story. I'm so confused right now. The, one, the, 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 the latest intel is that the like, guy's like, I'm just going to start hanging out at Superstore parking lots so I can see you again, yeah. so I can finally hear this goddamn story. It's nice that you brought the story up, the Husky. Yeah. But won't tell the story of the Husky. Ooh. Are we saying names no, now? No, we're not. <laughs> but that's, 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 that, that, that's cryptic enough, and we won't say it again. I was just saying it to you so you'd know the story. But, I do know the story. Yeah, but so I will. Oh, I, I will. I trust me. There's. Jared, you want to beat that out when we're doing? There this is going to be a lull when we're going to need. A, we, we're going to need some filler. This was literally that week. No, no, no. We had oh to talk about. What we talked. We about. had, we had to, to talk about the Oilers for two. We seconds. had to. That and Kyler. Those two were very Murray. important on the list. Murray. Murray. Like Kyler Cl- is where. Way <laughs> uh, Jared, you want to beat that one out uh, too? Beat that one out too. We're saying everybody's names up in this one. Anyways. My that's worst. That's fair. That's fair. You gotta get, or are you gonna tell a story in the, between now and the end of the season? I think when we are formally, if God forbid, we're formally eliminated, mathematically eliminated from the yes, playoffs, then you hit him with a husky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just say let's do it next week. Let's just plan it. We'll see. I'm sure something's gonna happen the next week that's gonna force us to talk about something. I'm, I'm hoping it's spectacular. God damn it! As opposed to this. Shit crap we have to talk about in the sense of like how bad things actually are. Anyways. My worst of the week. 
And I'm going to need a little bit of help on this one, Jay, for the, the protocol you follow here. Remember how excited I was about my McDavid All-Star jersey? Yeah. I've made some mistakes. Okay. I bought it after a loss. <laughs> oh. But I didn't know if they were going to be there anymore. Yeah, you rewarded failure. Okay. So I bought it after a loss. Uh. Then I rolled it out thrice. And we're 0-3. So me and the McDavid All-Star jersey, if you include the date of purchase... We're 0-4. There's only one place. There's only one move if you have a Connor McDavid jersey that doesn't get you wins. Framed. Wall. Are you that superstitious? You think that this has something to do with it? No, I'm just trying to figure out something to talk about in our podcast. Yeah, we're going to have to find a way to get it signed. (laughs) But I'm thinking at some point. Give it to a kid. No, no, no. I'm not going to give it away. (laughs) Motherfucker. I've known this guy throwing jerseys (laughs) on the ice. This this is paid for. (laughs) At what point? Do I got to retire the McDavid jersey to wall status because it's not doing well out in these well, streets? I th- I th- yeah, yeah. I then think- crack it open one night because it's an emergency mission. You got to bring Connor yeah. off the wall. It, it, it needs to go on the shelf for the season because you also don't want to ruin the juju of that jersey because right now, yes, we can directly blame the jersey. And thankfully, yeah. finally, I've got something to win. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. dare you buy such a beautiful thing I I to reward a failure. But I wanted that jersey. It's got to be for victory. It's, it's, like, it's like when you bought the Everly jersey. You, cel- you celebrate. It's heat of the moment. Something spectacular happened. That jersey now is good juju. You know what I should be start doing, which I haven't done, if I want to try to resurrect this tire fire. I got to bring it to Latestu. You had a good it's record test too. Oh, I might it's have to bring the test too. So I think you have to retire it for the season. Already. Send it down to the A so it can be with, with Keegan. A win- yeah, with Keegan. Mm-hmm. So you can be in a winning culture. Okay. And then put it through training camp and have it play with a big club next year. If it's still got if it's still got some bad juju on it, then you got a wallet. So 0 and 5, you got a wallet? Is that or is it 10 losses? Uh <laughs> trying to work to out my life here, Jared. Give it give it the month of, of the first two months of the season. Okay. If you got an idea for a new theme song, because we successfully chased Chiarelli off into this night with the Yale fight song, hit us up. Real Life Podcast. We'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.